0: And also just thank you for getting through this probably not so great episode with us. We, we got here. <laughs> David, there's not so many games coming out. This is the dry season. This is, this the, is dry the dry season. season. Well, we, I think I did a bit last year where I like coughed, like I was all out of uh, all out of water, and I was like, "Oh, David, I remember." Uh, yeah, I, I was, was really thirsty. confused. There's no games, <laughs> um, and I was today being like, "I wonder what I could do to communicate." It's like I bet I could just like cough, like I haven't had a drink of water in a while. And then I realized that uh, our listeners would know. You're plagiarizing are yourself. Yeah, suffering from success. Yeah, <laughs> tough times. But yeah, no, no, no video games. I've been playing anything I can get my hands on. Actually, that's that's cutting it a little bit short because I have been playing some very good video games. But uh, major, 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 big releases. Cyberpunk 2078 not out yet. Um, <laughs> so hotly anticipated sequel, <laughs> Nathan Drake Five. Char- charted not even uncharted just charted <laughs> more like institutionalized that's what it's Aww. gonna be Nathan. he probably should like go to go to jail right i'm go surprised to... he hasn't been brought to international court at this point like you yeah, know like his probably... his dna is all over <laughs> these murder scenes he's like a war criminal at this point <laughs> he's like a one-man war criminal army yeah i think the uh the like The U.N. might have something to say about what Nathan Drake is doing in everybody's country. I think they have to at this point. It's just classic American just going around doing whatever he wants and getting away with it. It's classic American trouncing around catching treasures and swinging by ropes. He kills a lot of people, but that smile just washes away all those sins. And he played Crash Bandicoot in the last one. Mm -hmm. Look at how human he is. He has feelings. Yeah. And he'll say something like, that's just me. Bada bing bada bingo, hey <laughs> bada, bada bing yeah. You also went Italian. I was thinking be like for some reason I was gonna reference spaghetti, but I was like, that doesn't make any sense for Nathan Drake. Why am I going to spaghetti? I don't know. What what about what about us compelled us to drive in the, the Italian oh, stereotype like direction? I don't know. This is fascinating group psychology right now communicated (laughs) through the internet. I've been watching the Twitter presence that is Tony Soprano Crying to various songs. It's just the same clip of Tony Soprano, and they just play different sad songs in the background, and he's like driving around. It's very effective. I love this Twitter. Yeah, it's very good. What's the best one you've seen so far? Probably, I think there was like a modern baseball song on there that was just so sad and so good. Modern baseball? Is that a band? Mm -hmm. I bet Anthony Fantano loves them, doesn't he? I actually don't know what his thoughts on modern baseball are, Hmm. but do you know what my thoughts are, David? Let's hear them. It is that this podcast is named Video Game (laughs) Podtimism. It is the Optimus Video Game Variety Show, where two best friends talk about the wonderful world of gaming. Uh, my name is Chase, and Butterbingas. bingas? <laughs> the, the other day, M tried to combine the words Butterfingers and something else. I think it was during the Super Bowl. Bazinga? And- and she said, but and that has really but-a-bingus. stuck. But a bingus has really stuck in my head. It's a very powerful word. It's a, that you've unearthed a secret forbidden word <laughs> with that one. There's a knowledge in these runes. The ancient demon, Butabingus. <laughs> <laughs> You could make a you could you could write a story about Bingus for sure. I might. You just might. You just might. You might get a little crazy and write a story about Butabingus. I might fuck around and write the backstory to Butabingus. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your name? Uh, my name's David. Whatabingus. Mm. Nobody ever asks whatabingus. Nobody ever asks Bingus. It's always Bingus. It's really telling that you're not asking Bingus right now. <laughs> it's really telling. Uh, have you played <laughs> video games, David? <laughs> I have been. I have been. Um, might, might you tell me about some of those? Yeah, I'm all over the place right now. I'm all. I'm playing like every single video game I can get my hand on. I, that's. A, I've got a similar vibe right now. I'm just like, nothing is holding my attention for more than like an hour at a time. I'm just like, got to get that next hit somewhere. <laughs> uh, so I'm really kind of just like a video game junkie right now. I'm just kind of yeah. trying to find that quick hit, that quick fix I, I of hear serotonin. That. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's just I got I got out of the the Soulsborne games. So There's just like everything just felt a little less, yeah. a little less hot. <laughs> I'm a little bit bummed out that you say this because I've ha- I've had a very similar feeling, and I'm like it's probably not that I'm just like deeply addicted to whatever like dopamine release Dark Souls has in me, but I think it might be that. <laughs> I think I might have to like... I'm addicted to that game style now. It's sad. Oh, man. It's bad. I love the punishment. But let's see what I've been playing. I've been playing a little bit of The Witcher 3 again. Okay. Wow. Back in it. I'd never finished the uh, DLC, the second DLC. Is that so Wine I'm, and Blood? Yeah. I'm wine and Blood. I'm in, I'm in Beauclair right now, which is mm-hmm. essentially like medieval France. Very sure. cool setting. It's huge, too. It's just really awesome that they add. It's just like a giant, another kind of game setting to the, to, to, mm-hmm. as just as DLC. Just massive, massive area. So really fun to go around and and just explore in. The voice acting is really great. Yeah. So yeah, enjoying that. Going through it. I've been back into Doom. 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 I didn't know you were in Doom in the first place. (laughs) No, I was playing it for a bit on uh, on PC, but I just kind of got off of it and just in my fucking junky crawl looking for the next (laughs) hit. I'm just crawling back to my PC. I'm like, will Doom do it for me? There's got to be something in here. There's (laughs) got to be (laughs) a little. <laughs> little bit than this one right uh so i've been i've been playing that one again it's r- still really fun it really i i still can't play it for too long because my adrenaline and my heart just go so fast yeah. playing this game are you playing uh the doom 2016 or doom eternal 2016 still okay. playing that one i think that one that one's the better of the two if i like stacking both up against each other that's kind of what I've heard from some people. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to try the next one now. Yeah. It's also very good. Like, that's it's not to say that the Eternals bad. It's just, I think 2016 was, like, very condensed. Like, there is just no fluff in that video game. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. Yeah. Still, still in there. Still zipping my toes in that. How's it treating you? Well, you know, last time I think I compared it to God of War. It's not God of War. They, it is they, not, They no. ripped off The Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's similar. Yeah, it's so Witchery. I'm sorry, ripped mm-hmm. off is a strong word. They uh, saw what The Witcher did well, and they put a lot of that into this game. Yeah, which is not a bad formula to 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 emulate. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's really well done. But you know, she just pops into Cassandra pops into cutscenes just like in The Witcher, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. this is The Witcher greece yeah like the the music is oddly similar mm-hmm. the the vocals and the background of the music are oddly similar it's just very witcherish which is not a bad thing I, the more witcher i get i'm okay with yeah, yeah um so yeah still enjoying that one cool and rocket league still playing mm-hmm. rocket league Per Peruge did yep. a big old bro fest with some with some <laughs> bros the other okay. day yeah mallory was out of town so I just got online it was me Trav Jahan as usual but then also hmm. Willie Eric and EJ whoa that is a bro fest that's the bro fest we were yeah. gaming hard and I had a number of beverages it was great it was a great time sure it's yeah, great yeah. time but I'm so, I'm so bad I'm so bad at this game. <laughs> compared to everybody else especially especially ej who's just like a pro (laughs) just making me look like a little baby boy out there um but it's still still a blast to just you know hang out and get that camaraderie again which is really nice absolutely haven't had one of those kind of game night in oh god so long a couple years yeah (laughs) certainly not physically right like i feel like yeah, our our friend group used to do this a lot, um, especially like you know, it's much easier when we were younger, right? Like, yeah, literally there is nothing to do except game night with boys. Sure, exactly. And uh, I, I think like there's, it was more fun for me probably like when you're in like high schoolish or something, and like mm-hmm. wasn't quite as exclusive. You know what I mean? Like, sure every all of our friends could come over and play a uh, rock band or something like that rather than mm-hmm. like the the stank squad rolling up on halo fucking for xbox <laughs> who is the stank squad i'm just making broad generalizations about the kind of people that we brought over to play halo okay. or that brought us over to play well, halo just so you know Mm -hmm. you garen drew and Hale. your your halo squad name is now the stank squad yeah that's fine i'll I'll take that one i'll take that (laughs) it has to be yeah that's too powerful of a name to not use (laughs) sorry continue that's fine (laughs) i was just saying that like i it's it's hard to get that same feeling especially when like everybody's living in uh separate cities and uh can't get together quite as much it is quite nice to be like Yeah, we have, like, a lot of friends hanging out and playing a video game at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Mm -hmm. a special kind of magic. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Also, a little bit of Detroit. Mm -hmm. A little bit of Detroit. Still good. Graphics are so crazy good. Yeah. Really makes me love my TV. So I don't think my old TV would have done well with this game. My old TV (laughs) hadn't PlayStation Two game of life. Yeah, it would have looked bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a very interesting story. It's compelling. Yeah. Which I enjoy. Sure. But, yeah, that's it. And then... I think I I still am just kind of looking for that next hit. Like, yeah, I've been going through all those old PlayStation Plus games like, will this one do it about yep. this one. I've been looking at that Final Fantasy seven remake. Definitely got to pop into that at some point. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's free this month, isn't it? It's free this month, baby. It, it'd be worth a look like it is. If you can get past sort of the initial, I feel like learning curve, it is pretty fun. Yeah, I figure I will definitely at least put an hour or so into it. Give it yeah. the, the good old college try. Yeah. Um, and I have not been playing Farming Simulator I have not i have not been no playing for <laughs> i die it's not on my list this week either unfortunately <laughs> enough the dirty truth of the podcast comes out <laughs> hey i enjoyed my time with it yeah it was it good was just that was I was, I was there for a good time not a long time dude <laughs> yeah uh, that's it. What have you been playing this week? I have also been aimlessly wandering through the wastes of video games right now, just hunting for whatever my next either predator or prey may be, depending on what your uh, your metaphor of choice is here. Mm-hmm. So I've I've just got a bargain bin full of full of stuff right now. I have been playing a lot of Advanced Wars. I think I talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Still, still pretty good. I, I'm enjoying it a lot. It is uh the the difficulty spikes are present and apparent for sure yeah I, I remember being frustrated with it when i was younger and it's definitely there now mm-hmm. L- let me uh, from the outset of this be clear i may just not be very good at this game that's a distinct possibility mm-hmm. um because mm-hmm. i played this with a friend of mine when we were younger and i got the floor wiped with me i got my ass kicked tommy um, beat you oh direly i got like very badly beaten at this game so it, it may be possible that i'm just not particularly good at this game but even still i think there's frustrating parts of it where like Like the fog of war mechanic very much hurts the player more than the enemy. Like the enemy Mm -hmm. can like usually see you and fire on you through the fog of war. Whereas you cannot do that back to them. Like you have to have visual sight. Sure. And so it feels more like a punishment for just being the player than it mm-hmm. is like a mechanic that's that you can use to your advantage or your disadvantage if you're not careful. Gotcha. And so stuff like that, where it's like, it, it just sort of feels like an artificial layer of difficulty is sort of tough, but it is still very good. And like, again, good God, it looks so good for being a Game Boy Advanced game. I'm just so sh- so shocked about how like a lot of the art from that era holds up very well mm-hmm. including Pokemon Emerald playing through that as well oh, wow okay looks very very good like just visually like i i it doesn't feel like a retro game it hmm. feels like something that they put out recently that was um, the fourth gen i think it was the third generation and it was the third of like ruby and sapphire i think oh that's uh, right and emerald was what rayquaza yeah the big green the green boy green boy yeah generation three is what they say on uh, bulbapedia that is a primary source for Pokemon. <laughs> it is very good game i like this pokemon a lot it's uh uh, it's i think this was sort of like the last of this kind of pokemon game i can't remember what gen 4 was but they sort of started going that like th- 2.5d style after this with like 2.5D. i think it was 5d it's like black and white and yeah. um diamond and pearl and those games were definitely good and i know that like especially diamond and pearl a lot of people really love mm-hmm. but i think i'm definitely partial to to like this generation it was sort of the perfection of the the red and blue formula Sure. And it's really fun. Uh it's it's very good. I've got a, a Mudkip. That's that's my boy this time. Mudkip. Yeah. I'm almost always the standard himbo choice of the fire starter. I, like that's almost always my 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 thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was about to say that is your usual thing. Torchic would have been my my choice and I think it probably was the first time I played this, but uh-huh. um I'm 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 having a good time with with uh, my Mudkip mudkip let me see what does he evolve into uh it's like just sort of a bigger mudkip it feels like <laughs> i think these the evolution in... evolve into big mudkip mud kip. swampert is the 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 big evolution swampert yeah oh my gosh that's maybe the best name ever mega swampert looks like a fucking beast oh my Oh God. damn yeah he thick that is a bro if i ever seen one that guy lifts heavy weights on the daily swampert's definitely doing like a cycle of creatine in his off in his off time yeah <laughs> anyway so yeah it's really good um i i also am really enjoying being able to play this on the rg 351p because um, you're trying to get a sponsor sponsorship from them that would be cool what's up abernick Come say hello. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's very fun to play on that because Pokemon in two times speed is my preferred way to play Pokemon. Oh, it's So much better. Oh my god, this is so it's so easy. Oh so good. I like did... I still get the joy of playing a Pokemon game, but like uh-huh. the grind is just not as present. No, not at all. I did that and I emulated what was it Leaf Green on mm-hmm. my Mac in college, and they had yeah. space bar was just the overclock button, and oh my yeah. god, I never took my hand off that space bar. Now. all the whole time perma perma space bar grinding is just such such a breeze you just run out there for like a couple of minutes and you've got like a significantly more levels on you i'm here for a good time not a long time to quote truly <laughs> truly <laughs> um so yeah uh, that's that's been pretty enjoyable em and i have gotten every star every stamp and every flagpole in mario All oh my uh, 3d f- world God, you guys completely 100 completed it almost there is another world that unlocks after you get all of them no it's like some way deeply challenging levels <laughs> that we've yet to really is it beat. like that crazy bowser like casino world uh no farther than that <laughs> uh, after, after that one even there's farther i have to go plus ultra <laughs> my god <laughs> there's uh there's three more worlds after that one oh, that you're talking about and i then thought this that was one, the end no. That's where I <laughs> saw Willie and Ian. I said, surely this is it. Surely. No. No there's more My uh, there's there's God. a lot more so uh yeah we we got up to the the challenging stages and it mm-hmm. is really hard i like we we pulled it up the other day because we're like oh let's let's play some mario let's have some fun and both of us just kind of tapped out we're like this is more stressful than it is fun to play yeah with. this is no longer enjoyable no <laughs> to go this is like something i have to like wake up on saturday drink a cup of coffee and like do it seven in the morning <laughs> that's what i do with cuphead when i play yeah. cuphead i'm just like Got my coffee, got cup head, gamer stance, bent over my legs. Here we go. <laughs> gamer stance. Dude, you know what I mean. I do you know what I mean. Unfortunately enough. Once that dragon beat me three times without with ease, gamer stance came out. <laughs> Gotta, gotta go gotta go fast oh uh, god um so yeah that's that's sort of where we're at with that one uh, mm-hmm. not too much to report on that just uh it's it was a good game I, li- I like three world cool i was telling you this before the show but i've also been doing this very weird <laughs> operation of downloaded retro arc on steam and then i'm streaming steam to my iphone so that i can play emulated games on my iPhone and so where do I go with this technology but of course to Parasite Eve on PlayStation 1 I, I like this game quite a bit I mm-hmm. like return to it fairly frequently you've talked about this one before haven't you I don't know if I've talked about it on the show like having played it I may have talked about it in good games I don't totally remember mm. I'll have to go back and check because I don't want to accidentally do another good games mm-hmm. sure on this one it yeah. may have been during like a list of like spookiest games or yeah something. I think you mentioned it during like a like briefly mentioned did it something yeah but i like parasite eve a lot it's it was made by square i'm pretty sure during it's, it's like sort of that final fantasy 8 and 9 era and so it, it's like an rpg but it's set in like the real world um you play as like Aya Brea who is a she's i think part of the nypd and like some very cosmic horror stuff starts happening almost immediately i really like that about the game it really does not mince words it's like hey shit's fucked immediately like um, we know why you're here let's go <laughs> yeah uh there's like terrifying uh body horror stuff happening oh, within bad. like 10 minutes oh no so it's uh it's good i really like this game it's just got such nice. it's got such a vibe and it's hard to it's tell if that's like a vibe. nostalgia for me specifically but like uh-huh. it just it feels so of its era and like in a good way um so i've been i've been dipping my toes in there and then the other the other two games which i think have definitely been taking up most of my time the first one is rhythm doctor uh you saw me playing a little bit of this last week i did yeah Um, right before we potted i was playing it a little bit i had heard about this game uh through this guy kyle labriola who um, is in the end of the aether discord shout out um, kyle shout out kyle hello and uh he was he had done or essentially posted like hey it worked on this game like y'all should check it out and i think i had somehow seen it like floating around on a twitter somebody must have liked it it may have been him honestly but um it is a game where your point of interaction is just pressing the space bar and you have to press the space bar on the on some beat Right. And so the game essentially breaks down into this uh, situation where it'll play you a song and it it essentially wants you to play on the beat. Right. So if you can imagine like not not necessarily a guitar hero, maybe something closer to like Rez or something like that, Mm -hmm. where the, the point of the game is not necessarily the different notes you play, but specifically how on time you can get with them and so the first level is like you have to press the seven the seven beat on an eight count and it's pretty straightforward and then you know it gets a little bit more complicated where you're doing like one two beats and then Mm. other times they'll add a couple of characters in so you're supposed to keep track of a couple of different hits and uh it's really fun i think it's super duper charming Mm. like both the art style the writing and all of the music is really really cute Mm -hmm. and cool the some of the songs are total bops which help it uh the for whatever reason the a little bit of the art style and a little bit of the mechanics remind me of WarioWare just in the point that like I can see that it's like a one you got one button right and like you have to do a lot with that one button yeah you're doing one thing but they do a lot of different things with that one thing yeah like I I, I think it's a really cool uh, design idea to try and push like single points of interaction to their like as far out as you can go Mm -hmm. like it it doesn't necessarily try to introduce a a ton of mechanics it's just like we're gonna do this one really well there was a level that I played I think you saw me playing this and like Mm -hmm. I guess kind of spoilers for this game it you know it is fun to discover this so if you're gonna play it maybe skip ahead you know 45 seconds to a minute but uh there's a level where the game puts itself in windowed mode and uh starts like moving the game around your screen which Super is fast. very quickly which it, it, at first is totally like oh my god what's happening i think the game is breaking but it starts to do it on beat and you're like oh this is intentional yeah i've never seen a game do that before that's so cool and like adds this sort of like meta layer to the challenge of like we're not just making you play the beat you also kind of got to like figure this out of where it's going to be uh-huh, uh-huh. i also have a weird monitor setup so i'm like looking at like my vertical <laughs> monitor over here and like the the other. <laughs> <laughs> the other monitor over here so it's like challenging yeah battle station that. has betrayed you it truly has <laughs> um <laughs> but uh, yeah I, th- I thought that was like super inventive and super cool there is uh this like section um uh, i think you saw me playing this where uh you play a couple of levels as uh the story of this like barista and then this other dude mm-hmm. who like makes music i think one of them like smokes too much you know and drinks too much coffee and they like sort of have are having some like heart palpitations and your job is the rhythm doctor so sort of cure them of that but it like tells this like genuinely kind of touching story of like people both you know doing something that is challenging to them personally like the you know the uh, the writer seems to be having issues like making music without like caffeine Mm -hmm. and then uh, the chick is working at like this job that's like seems pretty stressful and kind of hard and just like the i don't know the back and forth there felt like pretty well written for a game that's just like a rhythm game so Mm -hmm. Um I was I was pretty impressed by this one. Check it out. I like hey, this game a lot. It looks great. It looks really fun. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah. getting it for Steam as well. Yeah, it's not expensive. So like if you're if you're into it, it's it's good to support indie devs with good games. There you go. Um and the final game that I've been playing, uh that has just soaked up so much of my time is Loop Hero David. Ooh, what's is this a, is this, this is a roguelike, right? This is a roguelite, I think. Light light. Uh, This game is sort of hard to describe, but I'll do my best. Essentially, you are this little uh, character on screen, and you travel around in a circle. This is like the main game loop. Uh, You travel around in a circle, and on the circle, there are uh, enemies that will, like... Be placed sort of kind of randomly. If your person runs into them, they'll in, like go into a battle where you have very little control over mm-hmm. the battle. Like they just sort of do it automatically. Sure. And then from there, you get a couple of different wa- rewards. You get either like different gear that you can put on this person to like make them stronger, or you get these little cards which you can start to influence the terrain around you. So well, you can place like uh on, on the loop, right? So on this yeah. loop that you're walking around. So you might get uh, like a spider cave, and it'll spawn some spiders that might have better loot or uh you'll get uh like a, a a mountain and a rock that you can place um that will up your max hp or something like that mm-hmm. and so that part of it sort of feels like a board game like almost Catan, like in the way that like these little cards and the terrain is affecting your like stats and how you play the game sure and then once you make it around the loop it like you know you you get a little bit more health and then the enemies get tougher uh until uh, you fight like a boss essentially from there it expands out a little bit you have like a base that you can expand with like some of the resources that you got for any given run mm-hmm. if you die you don't get all the resources or if uh you know, you get beaten by the boss, you don't get them all. But if you get to the end of a loop, you can essentially retreat. You know, once you come back, it'll be totally fresh again. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll start over from zero. It's so compelling and it's sort of hard to describe why. I think it's just very addictive and very satisfying to play out. Yeah. There's a lot of very cool unlocks that you can get that change the style of play. And there's a lot of synergies between these like terrain cards that you get that are fun to discover. Sure. right? Yeah. Um, all the combos. Yeah. Like it, initially you're like all of these kind of seem like they're not helping me. Like they're spawning other hard enemies. Sure. And I don't really know how this is going to help me all that much. Mm-hmm. But there's like a, a handful of very cool interactions that you can do of like, okay, so, you know, I have like a vampire mansion, which spawns vampires, which is tough. I also have a village, mm-hmm. which it, like, you know, humans are in and I can get like quests from that to beat up stronger enemies and they'll give me a cool sword or something. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the cool cooler interactions that I've found is that if you put a vampire mansion next to a village it like desecrates the village like all the humans go away and there's like ghouls that show up in the village goblin ghouls a zombie with no conscience. <laughs> i also go there whenever i say ghouls it, immediately you, well, the way you said it definitely sets it up you were already saying it kind of like jay-z that's true <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so if you do that it spawns a bunch of ghouls and then if you go around uh the loop three times the vampires like establish order in the village and it like turns into like a cool normal village again oh. that heals you more than just the base village would they're practicing so, like, human husbandry a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> i actually don't know the backstory that's possible that's definitely possible and that's a that's um, a witcher three joke for anybody uh Anybody listening? DLC Got only. You. DLC only. <laughs> um so yeah, it's it's very cool. I like a the art style is really fun. It like very much is harkening back to like a pretty simple art style, like not necessarily like Atari but you know maybe a very quality NES game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but they make it look really really good. Okay. It's it's not necessarily like you know poor looking. It's just like initially you look at it and you're like wow, that looks pretty simple, but then like the art is so high fidelity, like the animations are really cool. Mm-hmm. Um the music is also a total banger. There's like a very heavy banger. bass Ooh. song. It's a gent like, and kind of, yeah. Gentish. Like gent light. There's there's like just like yeah, the bass in the background is just like gun every time I'm like hell yeah. This is a real slapper Get ready um, to go in the loop, baby. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's super fun. I, I've seen a bunch of people online playing this. Um and it's been fun to sort of like see the internet discover different things about this game. Yeah, I saw it was on sale on Steam as well. Yeah, I think it I think this is a pretty recent release. I want to check on that. But mm-hmm. I, I first saw it on Kotaku. I can't remember who was writing about it. But uh, one of their writers was just like, yo, this game rips. And then I think the internet was like, actually, yes, this is very good. You are right, good so, sir. It does indeed rip. Yeah, I've put nine hours into this game. Already. I think I got it on Thursday. Damn. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of the weekend on this. It's pretty one. good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, li- I like this game. All of this, however, will take me into my uh, pod domestic thing of the week, David. Yes, and. Which is mm-hmm. uh, the speed of the video game industry. It is very oh. fast. Yeah. Yeah, I. I was thinking about how, just how quickly the turnaround was from uh, somebody on Kotaku. Um, Yes, Ethan Ethan Gage, I believe. He posted on Thursday, Loop Hero is a wonderful new RPG about overcoming despair. And I was like hey, that's cool. I want to check this out. <laughs> I also want to overcome despair. I also want to do that. That yeah. sounds like a good reward. <laughs> um, and it's just so interesting how quickly the turnaround was from that to like, I'm playing this, I see a bunch of other people online playing this. Uh-huh. And like, I didn't have any idea about this game. I wasn't even, it wasn't even on my radar. Yeah. And I, I, I would assume that that's probably true for a lot of people that this sort of like, you know, was discovered and then also playable, um, very quickly. Uh, it, it, just reminded me of when like you and I were younger and like this, this sort of experience was not present. Hmm. Like the, the experience of, okay, I got the most recent game informer and it tells me that a new game is going to come out in like three years or something yeah. like very far. <laughs> Starcraft away. Starcraft ghost looks good. It looks so good. I can't wait. It's going to be so sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so like only old heads will get it <laughs> i am just very happy that there's these kind of games that kind of come out of nowhere and like mm. get the the response that they deserve because i think like this is a very good game and i think mm-hmm. it deserves praise same thing with rhythm doctor so like there's there's all these titles that just to me i i like of course like people are putting work into them for years but like as just as a consumer it's kind of magic to be like somebody on the internet just whisper in my ear you should check out this video game and then i'd be like what and then look over and it's on my steam page and i'm like maybe i should check out this video game and then days later i'm just so deep into it it's it's like a very very satisfying <laughs> yeah. situation like a a fairy comes and whispers in your ear what was that what did you say <laughs> sprinkles video game dust on me and suddenly <laughs> I, have a, I have a fresh new title pretty much pretty much um so yeah Tight. I, I i like how quick it is of course there's downsides right like you know, big, huge games are harder to develop and mm-hmm. like a lot less people are investing in them. Or, yeah. you know, there's big swings and big misses like Anthem and shit like that. But people's big um, negative opinions get thrown out there really quick. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's definitely the downside. But yeah. I think there's a, a special kind of magic for these. Very inventive and cool, cool indie titles. Nice. Very cool. Um, do you have something fueling your sense of Poddomism, David? I do. Tell me. It's being true to yourself. Living your truth, Jace. <laughs> Whoa. Living your truth. That's that's a big Poddomistic thing. It's a big Poddomistic thing. Tell me more. Yeah. I went back to Doom mm-hmm. and I decided, no, I'm not a mouse and keyboard user. Mm. I'm too old. I cannot learn the ways of the Jedi. <laughs> And I plugged in my my sweet, sweet veteran dual shock four into that mm. into that mm-hmm. computer. Steam recognized it right away, didn't need to do anything, mm. and I'm right in there killing demons like the like the slayer I am. <laughs> not having to worry Watch about ability. not having to worry about where Q is on the keyboard or where E <laughs> is or what fingers to press that with. I ain't got that muscle memory. It's too old too old to learn the ways of the, of the m and k but so i'm now i'm back and living my truth as a <laughs> console gamer yeah. on the pc <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I hear that every, every now and then, whenever I get a new first person shooter, I'll make a run at using mouse and keyboard. So hard. It is it's so really, hard. It's really difficult. I like I think you and I strictly for a while played console games. Yeah. And like, I just never developed that mouse and keyboard skill. Like, I was never good at Counter-Strike. Yeah. It just never happened. It's like it's like if Goku also could not see his movements because he was moving so fast. That's what it feels like when I'm playing. It, yeah, it does. Like you're <laughs> like trying it, to. I, keyboard. I know what I need to do, but I just cannot execute. I can't. I like can't my, do it. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, this is clear. I can just hop back and forth here and then shoot that guy and then go around the other way. But no, I just, I'm all over the place. I'm strafing when I should be just running forward. I'm like <laughs> facing the wrong direction because my sensitivity is too high for my yeah. console gamer wrists. That's just <laughs> dumb, dumb old wrists that don't know like how them to. Dumb old stanky you know wrists to do anything yeah but it's really increased my enjoyment of doom <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be quite honest yeah. because pretty, it, pretty much every time yeah i'll plug in a first person shooter the second i plug in a controller i'm like oh yeah. it feels so much better now it feels like i'm trying to play the game through google translator it's true yeah you're um you're a couple of like api requests away yeah. from being able to to get it right it ain't working so no, it's it's been it's been liberating yeah. to just accept that I'm a controller boy. It's just my it's just my way. I I hear you. I see I see you standing in your truth. Thank you. See see um. me in my truth. <laughs> I have eyes on the inside now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um i not that there's anything wrong with keyboard and mouse i think it's just like at a certain point this is what i'm accustomed to this yeah. is what i'm used to and like it's it's so much more of an enjoyable experience for me to be able to just strap on a controller and play it yeah if i was like 16 i'd be like okay i'm gonna devote a summer yeah to, to learning how to get good at a mouse yeah. and keyboard i don't have summers anymore i don't know two and a half <laughs> months off from any everything i gotta keep working yeah my my core memories, my my core skills are kind of locked in place at this point. <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> yeah. I can get as good as I want to be with a controller as I need to be. My my or, last sorry chance, with the mouse and keyboard. My last chance to respec was probably a decade ago. Yeah, it was your I've last year it. of college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it. it's 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 over. <laughs> your your skill tree is locked in place, my and you opted for the yeah. the controller skill rather than the mouse and I keyboard I gotta skill. I gotta start a new game if I wanna if I want to switch this up. <laughs> gonna have to wait for round two i gotta finish yeah, this new run ga- first new game plus new is game, coming around new game plus <laughs> <laughs> sick okay well do you want to move on to our main thing david let's do it get loose getting loose, get loose getting goose, getting goose. that's got to be the intro song right oh <laughs> <laughs> to rummettellings are, st- are stanger for the rummins <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it is it getting loose getting loose getting goose or getting loose getting loose getting booze so booze makes more sense i think goose is funnier maybe we do one of each just like, get loose get loose get goose get loose get loose get booze it's rummettellings <laughs> That's how we that's um, how we sound, right? That's it. Yeah. Like bad, ra- bad bad radio teachers. <laughs> that sounded like a Super Nintendo villain laugh. <laughs> Let me hold on. I need to pull up the sound of Shredder laughing in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the compressed from Turtles in Time. Yeah. What 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 Got it. It's like the same laugh. They just pitched it down a few times. Yeah, yeah. That's what it. That's what our laugh sounds like. <laughs> so we don't do the segment all the time, and the name of the segment is <laughs> Rum Retellings. <laughs> you can tell we don't do the segment like... much because Chase doesn't have the <laughs> the intro just locked and loaded. I keep those with everyone. There's else. two problems. Well, yeah, one, I don't have the intro locked and loaded, but the premise of the segment is that. We are loose and goose at this point. This is Rum Retellings, where we try to conjure, without very much research, the story of a video game. We then try to uh, purposefully put some some guardrails and barriers in front of us by uh, having a few or two adult beverages beforehand. So we have properly loosened our, our storytelling gears. Yeah, if you're under 18, turn it Stop off. Stop listening. This is illegal for you yeah. to listen to. If you're under 21, don't do what we're doing. Those are the disclaimers are disclaimers. And if you're over twenty-one, the party's over here. The party. <laughs> the party is over. The gamer themed party's this direction. Hey, if you a real gamer, the party's over here. So that, I'm I'm stopping this bit now. This is <laughs> this is devolving already. Okay, I have depleted all of our house's resources of white claws. I've been told that I require more pylons at this point. <laughs> pylons, my whiskey is still going i can't I can't just chuck a whiskey. That's wrong. No, that's just no, no, wrong. No. but look at the legs on this bad boy. Look at that shit that, that thing is six foot two and it's got a one foot torso. all legs. <laughs> oh my God, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's the the image there's pretty challenging. How much is neck and head? dude two, two inches <laughs> two inches. 1 inch per for head 1 inch for neck 5 feet legs. So this person is dead or a monstrosity. It's like oh god, it's like a bloodborne sort of monster, I think. I could see it as a bloodborne monster. Kos or perhaps cosmos. I think that's backwards. Damn it, I'm getting my no, <laughs> nightmare of Mensis references wrong. Or perhaps cosmos. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, please, Chase. I... I'm talking to the the newly crowned Bloodborne master. Uh, I can't, you can't call me a Bloodborne master. I haven't been in the DLC yet. Maybe that's the next thing I should play. It Maybe is pretty I should good. Just inject it straight into my veins. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about doing a good games on this, which we may eventually, but we decided to do this just to you know get a little switch up. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do Psychonauts, I believe. Hey, the rest two thousand. <laughs> the the two thousand. <laughs> The two thousand and three? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I didn't do the normal we research. I normally we ain't doing hot no. stats. We ain't doing hot stats. This is rummaging, Chase. It's these are, these are deal with. These it. are cold, cold stats. Ooh, so cold <laughs> in here. They're very inaccurate. <laughs> these are cold. These are what's like what's an the inaccuracy. Op- lies. Cold lies. Oh, I'm not lying. Cold I just don't deceptions. know. Deceptions. <laughs> Sounds like a fatality. Cold, cold um, deception. Yeah. Yeah, see that? We're like an indie band. Oh, Cold Deception is, yeah, my favorite doom metal band. <laughs> just big open chords. <laughs> Not even any discernible words, just guttural no, 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 <laughs> vocalizations. Yeah, yeah um okay okay so normally we put some some like challenges in here do we do we have any of those that we want to do that's right we do do that uh uh we we cannot say the words what psychic or powers or brain yeah okay this is gonna be tough i can tell already (laughs) i'm just trying to sort of plot my course for how to do this at all yeah i don't i don't remember much of this game it's all gonna come back to me i'm assuming at some point but I th- I'm I think I remember a fair a, a fair amount of this, so I may be able to be your spirit guide through this segment, David. Because this came out when we were in high school, right? This was like an Xbox original Xbox game, though maybe even earlier than high school, because it was at 360. I, I would I would tell you, but I don't have hot stats. I've only got all oh, 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 these all cold stats i've just got an approximate knowledge of these things cold approximations that's good oh damn cold approximation. that's definitely got it. it you got it you you, <laughs> you cracked the code chase Harvey. my god we got a regular um, tom hanks star in uh oh god what's that movie with tom hanks and he's the cold <laughs> cracking guy you know, uh, I mean? you know the Da Vinci Code. We got a regular Tom Hanks in the Da Vinci Code over here, everybody. We got a regular Da Vinci Code of a How I'm gonna call you Da Vinci Code. Is that m- good with yous? That's that's all I got. We need to we need to plow through this because this is already getting bad. <laughs> this is getting bad in many ways. Chops are chops are wide open. I We're apologize in to all of Italy. Yeah, multiple Sorry. times this episode. Okay, let me take my hand. You I, say, will, did you I will. I will your... bingus but bingus is the word that M-, M made up. But-a-bingus. I don't... It's A, it's not like, a real word. But I like but bingus if, if you're being an Italian gangster saying it. hmm Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so, Psychonauts, what happens in this video game? Do you remember Do you remember the setup? You're in the circus? Yes, David. You're in the circus. You you're are, in the circus. You are a Rasputin. Who? Yes. His name is Raz. Raz. Short, shortened to Raz. Short Very for cool. Raz. He's, he's a cool Rasputin. He's not like that creepy russian rasputin who just wouldn't die this is like cool rasputin so yeah you're you're a cool a cool kid named raz and what happens what happens to to little razzy um well first you have goggles yes that is an important part of the plot he has cool goggles goggles. and a cool hat and he's just a cool guy it is yeah it's it's deeply too like mid 2000s to have these like cool goggles that you just like put on like when steampunk was sort of approaching yeah the zeitgeist (laughs) Like, maybe I can wear this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe I can pull off Sora's pants. I don't know if I can or not, but let's try. It just lets you know he's ready for anything. Yeah, it's true. Doesn't he put them on every now and then? He does. He puts them on quite frequently, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he runs away from the circus. He runs away. Why does he run away? Do you remember? He's like, I'm too cool for the circus. I'm out. I think there's some issue with his, and I can't say the word. Mind. with his tech with his technical ability that he uses the special levitatey stuff he does i think mm. like they're not cool with that in the circus for whatever reason they're just like you're actually cool you have to leave yeah and uh, like uh, just sidebar but after like thinking about this plot there's so many jokes that i didn't get like just the sheer the base fact of running away from the circus to go join like the real world is funny. I didn't get that as a kid. I just it thought is, he was yeah. like a circus person yeah. versus like running away to join the circus. That is That's funny. That is That's actually good. hilarious. It's true. Thanks, Thanks Tim. Tim Thank you, Tim. Thank oh, you, Mr. Schaefer. I'm going to have to buy an, uh, an Xbox for Psychonauts too, aren't I? Yeah, probably. You probably are. Okay, so Raz is in the circus and he runs away. He then sneaks into a summer camp for uh like, like-minded kids. Like, other gifted likely like technical skilled kids
1: like technically <laughs> like like skilled kids like gifted
0: children who like all have some kind of uh cool cool uh quirk thing a uh, cool car- quirk you're right i'm attending ua high school and i'm going to be the best that there ever is my name's rasputin i'm going to be the best uh something not ever <laughs> it it is kind of my hero academia isn't it this game in a lot of ways yeah there's a there's a similar vibe here there's a very similar vibe yeah young kids with uh technical abilities that yeah are cool are cool cool kids there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of cool vibes in this game this is nothing um so (laughs) he shows up and i think if i remember correctly that like he's just trying to like hang out and pretend he's one of the other kids Mm -hmm. also if i remember correctly i think one of the like adults there is like who, who the fuck are you like you're not you're not part of this at all <laughs> but they're and, with it. like uh, okay you can stay <laughs> well I think if I remember correctly the situation is that they're gonna call his dad they're gonna call Raz's dad uh-huh. and they're like he may take some time to get here you can just hang out while that's happening. <laughs> and so Raz is like, I'm I'm gonna kick it big Willie style here. Willie style. Aaron Carter style. I'm gonna beat Shaq while I'm here, <laughs> just real quick. Wait, so his is his dad part of the circus too? I think yeah, I think his dad is like the ringleader, mm. if I remember correctly. The actual Classic. ringleader. So then uh, he meets up with some of his cool friends. Mm-hmm. Do you remember these people's names? I, I pulled these. I remember none of their names, but I remember vaguely what they look like. Dogal Boyle, I think, is the first one. Boyle. He sort of looks like a thumb <laughs> most of the game. Like he's very thumb shaped. <laughs> sure. Um, short, very like short and squat. Uh-huh. You, I don't think he can see his legs very much. You oh just see him God. kind of waddling around. I do remember Dogan. My God, what a weird-looking creature. Yeah, the, the character design in this game is pretty pretty spooky. Yeah, Dogen Bull. So that's one of his friends, and also, I think it's Lily or Leely. I can't remember which. Um, She's like a, a, co- a cool kid. She's got sweet, cool powers. Yeah, she's- a- Fuck, no, no, I can't say that. I'm sorry. Uh, she's got cool technical ability. <laughs> technical ability. Yeah, Lily, but Leely is how it's kind of spelled. Yeah, L-I-L-I. Mm-hmm. Um, of course the love interest classic yes yeah if i remember correctly they're both like kind of immediately like hey what's up Mm -hmm. um but there's like kind of some you know some drama some will they won't they involved in this video as usual per usual so i think they like decide to put raz through like the normal training that all these kids are gonna go through Mm -hmm. in oh god what was his name oleander is the dude whose mind you go into do to do like basic training do you remember this level oh and it's like a military themed it's like actually world war Two, and <laughs> it's fucked up <laughs> yeah i don't remember very much of this level other than like it's an actual war zone yeah in there. he's like a i mean that was definitely making fun of a lot of world war Two shooters back in the day which the oh yeah the, you're right the uh Intro level was always storming Normandy, which was always also yeah. like the learn the controls level as you're just getting yeah. fucking destroyed level. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very funny if you were a early to mid two thousands gamer. It was. I thought it was clever. Yeah, I thought it, was, it was, was funny. It was good stuff. So that was cool. Uh, by the way, I just totally skimmed over this, but like you can like go into people's brains. Fuck, you can go into people's minds. Did we say minds was cool? I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> We said you psychic, can... power, and brain. Brain. Okay, so you can go into people's minds. Yeah. We're totally sure with cool. minds. And so I think that's where like they, they put everybody through the ringer with this dude. And then I think at the end of the level, there's some sort of like kind of hint that shit's fucked in his brain. There's lots of hints already. Yeah. 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 He seems like a troubled man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're exploring people's uh minds in this game and you're finding their their neuroses essentially yeah yeah so uh it, i think what happens is that raz does pretty good in there mm-hmm. yeah he does and then he does they're really like well. yeah and they're like hey dude sick moves you beat the shit out of shack um <laughs> why don't you come and hang out with our good friend sasha sasha nine who's like this, like, 70s uh, style, like, kind of agent looking yeah. dude. He looks like Agent Smith from The Matrix, honestly. Like, oh, wait, who is this? Uh, Sasha Nine. Oh, honestly. I'm thinking of the lady agent for a second there. No, I know who you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's dressed up in like, uh, yeah, 70s kind of like flower child gear. Yeah. I am talking about Sasha. I think she's the, the one who are you talking about. I think she's like a camp counselor, maybe one of the teachers. I'm yeah, not sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mila, Mila, Videlo. I think is who you're thinking Ooh, of. Sounds sounds right. Sasha Nine is like the sort of like German scientist dude. Oh, yeah. He's their Krieger. Yes, no, he's definitely their Krieger. And uh, he's like, hey, sick, cool, sick powers Oh fuck! Sick. Uh, Sick technical abilities. Sick dog. technical ability, Sick dude. Tech, bro. Sick tech. And uh, he's like, "We need to. Sh- we. I want to show you some cool stuff. Come back to my lab." And then I think in the lab they like do some kind of mind meld or something. And like Raz, I think has a vision of the future or something. Mm. Something bad goes on in there. Yeah. And they're like, "This isn't tight." And I think what happens. is... Is Raz has a vision where uh, Dogle sneezes his brain out? Oh my god! you're right i'm pretty sure what a weird game but yeah something similar to that he yeah so raz has this vision of Dogal sneezing his dang brain out and then they're like what what was that and then i i think that actually happens like that comes to pass and they're like raz can you see the future or something crazy or something like Mm -hmm. that i don't know this part of the game is fuzzy for me (laughs) i don't i don't remember (laughs) Uh, yeah they're for some he has like some special ability that they're all very impressed by and they're like we're gonna train the shit out of you because this is, this is important. I think, th- okay, so that does happen. I'm pretty sure Bogle actually sneezes his brain out. Like literally, like th- his brain comes out of his nose, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I've been saying the word so many times. <laughs> If I can just retroactively, <laughs> give I didn't even the, notice. I was just trying to think I. so hard about Jesus the, the game. <laughs> so let me give myself whatever however many negative points that that counts for. That's a lot. A lot of negative That's points. There's a lot. Let's see. So yeah, he sneezes out his 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 mind meat, um, <laughs> and uh, and they're like, "What the fuck is going on with this?" And I I think like Bogle's just or uh, not Bogle, Dougal's just like hanging out at the time like he's sort of he's like fine this with zombie it. he's like whatever yeah yeah and then raz and lily or lily like go and talk and they're like hey something fuck is fucked is going on something fucky is happening <laughs> something fucky's up mr Leahy. <laughs> we got our, we got ourselves a regular sam squint <laughs> <laughs> i love that episode <laughs> so they're like yo something fucky is afoot And then I think Lily gets stolen by this big ass fish. Do you remember this? The fish. I remember the fish. I don't remember if if he engaged in kidnapping, but I remember the fish. I'm pretty sure uh, the fish kidnapped Lily. Okay. And then Raz is like, this is fucked. I need to go save Lily. But I I think his family's cursed with like water fear or something. Yes. So yeah, they get. He's like reluctant to do it, and I think he goes goes and talks to like one of the main people, but I don't remember that part at all. Anyway, he goes and fights this fish. Do you remember the fish level? Do you remember the fish level? You became giant, didn't you? Yeah, it's like a Godzilla, like Godzilla sort of Godzilla. level. Yeah, it was great. Also, this game is really cool because each level is very different than the than the last. Yeah, we haven't been approaching this necessarily from the game perspective, which is good for a podcast about video games, but. Uh, <laughs> every yeah every level is really interesting because it's like a different like a very very different setting mm-hmm. and like the it's just like so cool with like the metaphors oh boy damn I am... dog those me- those metaphors are off the chain those are some <laughs> those sick are some metaphors sick. you got those are some sick ass metaphors bro. that's a dank damn. metaphor you got there my man <laughs> sounded like such fucking chuds with this god and the metaphors bro oh god <laughs> that's when i lost my gourd <laughs> Chase has oh. taken off the glasses. <laughs> I've lost my ability to articulate. <laughs> I think double face palm. You like dive into the sea monster's mind, and you're like, "What's going on in here?" And you have to play out like a Godzilla, isn't fantasy, he? Like which super is very eloquent, fun. is it? Doesn't he speak like very well? The fish? No, that's a different character later i know the one you're talking about okay oh no the fish just like gurgles and stuff it does but it does have a name do you remember the name of this fish larry it's linda you're not that far off linda i was just it, like I was just throwing a larry in the dark there yeah a larry in the dark <laughs> oh god um the first album by oh god what was the the name of the band we made earlier called cold approximations no uh, cold approxim? no it was something else it may have been cold approximations. Maybe. i don't know we're gonna have to rewind the tape and find but out their first album is a larry er, in the dark a larry in the dark yeah <laughs> the dark side of larry the dark side of the larry the dark side of the larry the of the larry, <laughs> larry. Uh? it's a gas <laughs> <laughs> That's that's all I got for Pink Larry, Pink Larry, uh. Pink Larry. Okay, okay, okay. So Raz sorts out the like issues in Linda's mind. The big fish. Yeah, he essentially gives the fish the best therapy he could ever get. And it turns out that the root of Linda's issues were uh, Oleander, the like coach guy, had been like fucking around with her mind he had been in there like messing with yeah 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 yeah. he's like hey you have to go steal these kids whose kids are stealing lily lily yeah just lily at this point why is he stealing lily i think he stole uh dogle as well but we'll we'll find out in a moment here david okay, okay so raz goes and sorts out what's going on in linda's mind linda then takes raz and now lily to uh this old like uh asylum for like troubled folks mm-hmm. and they run into they like want to get in there because like they think you know whoever the big bad is is there and they run into a guard who's like not letting them in who's like mumbling about some sort of milkman or something mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and you have to like dive into the mind of the guard to try and sort out his it's it sort of mind mind is that is that the cool word am i having trouble Mine's with these okay he's sort sort out the the mind troubles anyway so th- you may have seen on the internet references to like the milkman or whatever from this game, mm-hmm. and that is what this part is from. It's probably um, at least to me the most memorable part of the game. It was definitely the most like random XD XD totally two thousands part of this video game <laughs> at the time. <laughs> yeah. XD like, XD huh? The most like yeah hot topic rar version of this of this game where <gasps> just like oh it's so random hot weird. topic rar. The like quirky two yeah, no, thousands kid. I get it. <laughs> You're throwing out um, a lot of internet speak right now, and I'm just trying to absorb yeah. it. Yeah, no shade. I was an emo in 2000, so like I get this, but um, he was. Everybody very, I can confirm. Can, can confirm. Very emo. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I still listen to Taking Back some of That shit slaps. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. So, so as it turns out, I think it's the the milkman is like this dude's like altered psyche. I think mm-hmm. like he's a part of the guard. Mm. and i think it was placed there by oleander if i remember correctly Mm. like he's suffering some 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 issues yeah 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 they eventually sort that out i remember this level being really hard by the way i don't know if like you remember this but there's some kind of like mechanic where you're flying on like telephone lines and you like i think you have to make some kind of jump or something there were a lot of jumps because it was not like a contiguous level there were like different areas where you had to jump to like little islands yeah like floating little islands which was hard i remember being very challenging Mm -hmm. Uh, um so then uh they get into this uh asylum and i think they meet like three of the people who are like supposed to be there the people who are like condemned to this asylum Mm -hmm. i don't remember all of them but i remember one of them being uh like a puny descendant of napoleon bonaparte like he's like this very tall french dude oh yeah that was and it was yeah super super random top topic rar. Two thousand hop top hop hop topic. hop topic. That's my favorite IPA. <laughs> hop, hop topic. topic. Uh, <laughs> that's a pretty good name for an IPA, though. Uh, it's, maybe it's out there. I'm gonna. Okay, let's put this train back on its tracks. You can't. You can't rerail what's been derailed. Chase. It is untrackable. In the old times, <laughs> trains ran on nothing but gravel. This train ran on inside eyes. <laughs> This train oh. ran on the old one. That's all I got. The con the conduct, the train conductor was the old one. <laughs> he had a very cute hat he wore on his head. It was much too small for his head, which only added to the cuteness of it. <laughs> the old one, of course, being gigantic. The old one being much too large for the train, but the hat being much too small for the old one. It was quite a humorous juxtaposition of sizes. The train went hoot hoot. (laughs) Instead of the traditional toot toot, a deception by the old one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Raz.
1: (laughs) Raz gets up into
0: this tower in the asylum. I think he like shows up and has to fight. I believe it's Dr. Lobato. is the main the big bad Shit. who is the one who's like forcing everybody to sneeze their brains out that's his thing i said the word is forcing everybody to sneeze their mind meat out and they're gonna like fight but like i think dr lobato has this like friend who doesn't who is helping them and like has the key to some shit or whatever uh the the very smart character you're talking about is this turtle that, uh, oh, they like mind meld into or whatever. And he's like incredibly articulate, like inside Gary from Spongebob's mind level of articulate. Oh, that was a great episode. Yeah. Love that. Love mm-hmm. that one. And they like talk about it. And I think they figure out a way to do it anyway. Long story short, they beat Mr. Dr. Labato. Fuck that guy. No problem. Uh, and they get everybody's brain brains back. They put Dogle's brain back in his head. They're like leaving. I think Raz and Lily share a very cool kiss at this part of the game. They at least hold hands. They definitely hold hands. They maybe do a kiss. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Oleander, who has been helping Dr. Lobato, shows up. He's just like a brain in a tank at this point. A, a, a what? A brain in a... Fuck. <laughs> He's a brank. He's a brank. <laughs> that counts. <laughs> He's in a brank. And uh, they like get in some kind of fight. I think they give... Raz the same sort of like sneezing juice and then he sneezes his brain out mm. fuck and then they he sneezes his mate his oh my god he sneezes his meat out we're like a thousand we okay we're in this fucking podcast airplane we're a thousand feet off the ground just plummeting towards the ground i can barely keep this thing up um he sneezes his mind meat out. He sneezes his mind does. meat out. Yeah. And then he uses his uh cool cool lifty uppy powers fuck and then he uses his cool lifty uppy stuff <laughs> that works from, from lifty uppy stuffy <laughs> and uh puts his mind meat into the same brank that Oleander is in uh-huh. and they do like a, a little mind gooshin around in there. Mind gooshin. Oh no. <laughs> They, like, combine minds for a little while, which is uh, where the last level comes in, where you're, like, in a circus fighting with Oleander. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think Raz's dad also shows up and is like, hey, i got a special cool power for you that's going to beat this guy. I don't remember if that's actually his dad or not. I think it is. Mm -hmm. Like, his his telekinetic dad shows up. Who's his telekinetic dad? I mean, it's just his real dad, but he's, like, in telekinetic form, and he's like, hey, here it is. Mm -hmm. And then... I think he beats Oleander. I think that's just what happens. Sounds like a video game. It sounds like a video game. I think Raz's dad shows up and he's like, hey, dude, you're kicking ass over here. I like this. You're like using your cool uh, mind stuff to like help people. hmm and then like all the, the camp counselors are like, dude, Raz, you fucking rip. This is good. Yeah, you're the best. Uh, you should stay and like be a cool psychonaut. Yeah, you should be a that's what they call these people who go into other people's minds, psychonauts. Yeah, maybe we should have said that at the beginning <laughs> of the segment rather than You can you, can cut, it at in. The end. you can cut it in cut it in. You're gonna really have to edit the Hi. shit out of this episode, Chase. There's so much. Welcome fluff in to here. this segment where we talk about psychonauts. <laughs> The stuff where you're a a powered guy, do telekinetic yeah, stuff. I'm gonna need Damn, to do my a lot God. of voiceover work for this one so yeah that was that was the story of psychonauts as a fully coherent human being what are what are your thoughts upon remembering this story how do you feel it was a wild game it was funny it was still nothing like it in games i really love the kid who was like a pinheaded kid with like a little fro who made fun of you at camp he was kind of like your bully at first yeah that kid stuck with me for a long time <laughs> but no it was a really it's a really great game anybody who hasn't played it should play it it's for the story alone like, yeah for the story alone and just to go and see how poorly we re- retold this story uh which was mainly me going off on tangents and chase trying to tell the story i remembered most of this so it was my my burden to bear i remembered the uh, the, 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 the exposition and like mm-hmm. snapshots of the levels and that's about it. <laughs> I think that's all this segment calls I for don't it, remember even. how it ended. I didn't remember that there was a Dr. Lobato, but I remember now. And doing a quick yeah. Google search of Dr. Lobato, there's several of them. There's several actual Dr. Lobatos. That's a pretty rough name for a doctor. The top result was in Tijuana. So take that as you will. That's also very highly sketchy. Yeah. Because they're playing off Lobotomize. That's his name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, good game. Cool story. Sick vibes. Stay cool. Hot topic, baby. Hot hop topic. Hot topic. Um, I did the outro last week. Do you wanna do you wanna take a crack at it? Oh boy. Okay, here we go. Hey everybody. <laughs> we're on <laughs> we're on Twitter. It's yes. uh at Podtimism. That's at true. Podtimism. If you wanna do us a, a real big kindness if you can really be a big old turtle from this game that we just did to us psychonauts uh <laughs> yes. you can leave us a review as well it really helps the podcast we really appreciate it yeah we and do. also just thank you for getting through this probably not so great episode with us we, we got <laughs> here <laughs> We got just here. This real, just this real brick we just put up with everybody. Just, we really got through it together. I really feel a lot of camaraderie uh, and friendship. Yeah, feel with connected you all. to our audience for putting up with us. You for know, this you long. really, you you really put up with us this time. That was really something special. So thank you, thank you, guys. We we tried to do a very artistic and impactful episode fifty, and then fifty one we just sort of like sat on the ground. Back to form, baby. and baby. Ki- <laughs> <laughs> kicked and screamed for about <laughs> an hour until we called it a do you remember the fish chase <laughs> <laughs> its name was Linda David its name was Linda oh my god did the turtle have a name Mr pokeylope I was so off Man,
1: Mr Pokeylope
0: yeah I agree with what David said thank you for listening to our podcast we really appreciate it and we love and support you yeah we're always proud of you and we always will be yeah you're you're supporting us. So we support you emotionally. Yeah. Good here. job you. Good job. I'm really proud of you for doing that You thing did something you did great today. I know it. Yeah. Whatever it is. Well done. You should be proud of yourself. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Where the correct were you going to ask or are you going to ask me a question? I was going to ask you if you have any video game wisdom. <laughs> I would be hard-pressed to say that <laughs> anything that is about to come out of my my mouth would be in any way wiz, wisdomic. Wiz, I I wisdomic. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm just saying I bet that's I'm, not a word. I'll back up everybody. I'm about to be wisdomic. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Okay, let's pull to, let's pull together some gaming wisdom. Wisdomic. I bet there's something in there somewhere. Here's your gaming wisdom, David. You're in the circus and you want to run away. I I hear you. I support you. I'm proud of you, but I think it might be wise to check to see if you have telekinetic powers before you do that. Hmm. If not, I think maybe you just like go to college. I think higher education might be your ticket out. Mm. And like that sounds hard. I know. It's gonna take discipline. It's gonna take work mm. and like a lot of late nights. Yeah. Maybe some bad grades that you weren't proud of. Yeah. But you're gonna get there, little guy. Buy hop topic beer. It looks fucking good. Bye. Get, get that beer. Piney and resinous. It's piney. So anyway, this is, I think, been an episode of uh, video game podtimism, I think. It was definitely something. I think, yeah. Do you think, like, in 200 years, the podcast historians will look back and say that this was a low point in podcasting or that this was a high point? I <laughs> i don't know which one it is, but I do hope it's one of them. I, I hope we've either set the bar so low that (laughs) that will set some sort of some sort of record i think i think it might be a low point in in podcasts but a high point in friendship the old one's hat was very cute given its size it had a little feather in it as well